Tis the season to be jolly. <laughs> I'm just gonna let her run with this insanity, guys. <laughs> Why? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, come on, it's the Christmas season. It's I'm the uh- Grinch, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yay, at least he sang something. That's what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I'm the... I'm the Mr. Grinch to your uh, Cindy Lou. Yeah, maybe. Anyways, hi everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the Here's to Us podcast. Uh, Merry Christmas. Well, I Merry think we're gonna... almost. Yeah. Merry almost Christmas. Merry almost Christmas by the time this comes out. So. Mm-hmm. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. I just did a big stretch, that's why. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, weird singing I did in the beginning. At least Bryce singing is much more better. <laughs> Are you sure about that? I think you sang it better. All I did was laugh while singing. So, mm. anyways, are you ready Yo. to spread some holiday, holiday cheer? cheer? <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm gonna be spreading holiday cheer since we are gonna be talking about our different uh, experiences with Christmas, if I might say. Yes, this is the tale of two Christmases. Yeah, so my tale of Christmas might be not be the one with holiday cheer. I think yours will be the one with holiday cheer, though. Eh, maybe. But we'll see as we go along. Anyways, ready to start? As ready as I'll ever be. I guess. <laughs> okay, let's get right to it. <laughs> okay, for the first part that we're going to be talking about. So, since we've mentioned before that we're Asians, we're Filipinos, to be more specific. To be more uh, precise. Yes. Um, of course, we're going to have our fair share of like holiday traditions, much as like any other culture out there. Um, True. So... I want to talk about first, like, what are, like, um, I guess, traditions that um, isn't really inher- um, inherent to, like, our culture. But I guess it is. <laughs> okay. Um, first thing I want to talk about is I grew up in a very conservative and Catholic family. Which means that for me, um, Christmas uh, Christmas tradition that I don't exactly like, I guess, because it involves like waking up early. <laughs> um, <laughs> of of is, course, you wouldn't like that. It's just waking yeah, up early. Yeah, I mean, who would want to wake up early and have like three or even two hours of sleep? Am I right? So. True. There's a tradition actually in uh Filipino culture when it comes to Christmas, like um the nine days before like Christmas Day itself, you, there is something called Simbangabi. Uh, uh Simbangabi. Which, yeah, Simbangabi is basically um you go you have to go to like mass at like the crack of dawn, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> and for, yeah, for nine days straight, we've, uh, and you have to also do that the day, on the day of, like, Christmas at dawn. So it's, like, that wasn't really the fun part for me because, like, I always end up just sleeping in mass and it's kind of boring <laughs> for me. You So you'd be, like, Mr. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> just slowly I'm, dozing off. Yeah, I'm so sorry, but it's, like, I know it, it's kind of not, eh, but, like, Come on, man. I, as it, like, growing up, I sleep at, like, 11. I mean, even now, nothing has changed. I still sleep at 11. You sleep and, at 12. Oh, yeah. This Well, there, see. I sleep at 12, and then, like, they wake me up exactly, like, 3 a.m. or something. And then <laughs> we're gonna go to... Uh, we're gonna go to church at the crack of dawn. I haven't showered. My eyes are all crusty and everything. And um, I'm just gonna sleep inside of church like Mr. Bean. Or I'm gonna amuse myself by looking at my phone secretly in my pocket. But we all know that like, um, I, that's what I'm doing anyway. It's like I'm sneaking in a phone in the middle of class or something. 
And that was something that I really, really... <laughs> the skill. <laughs> yeah. The I skill really... set that you learned in school. <laughs> yeah. The, that's what I learned in school, kids. Like, I didn't know how to do my taxes. I didn't know how to do algebra. I suck at math. Uh, I'm mathematically challenged. And, but... I do know how to like sneak in my phone while somebody else is talking. Like, I don't mean to be rude, but I mean, you gotta do something to keep the blood running. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So after that, um, there's actually like a thing on Christmas Eve, the other tradition that I, this one I actually like. Um, it's called Noche Buena. I, I know that's like Spanish or something, but I'm not exactly sure what it means. I mean, I I do know it, but I just forgot, which is like, wow. Yeah, so Noche Buena is actually just like you, the whole family doesn't eat dinner of like at all. And you have to wait to eat dinner at the strike of 12 when it's Christmas. If your usual eating time is like pretend 6 or 7 p.m., you can't do that because you have to wait like at the strike of midnight. Six more hours. Yeah, before anybody actually eats. So during the time that we wait for to eat, um, usually my aunts, my grandmas, uh, my uncles, uh, in short, the people who can actually cook in my family, they prepare everything for the feast later that night. And... This is what um, we usually have for Nochebuena. I think this is kind of be kind of common for a lot of like um, Filipino families on what they'll be serving for Nochebuena. First of all, um, there's the never never ending and never dying fruit salad that doesn't really go away. As in, like, my, I remember my grandma would make like literally like a bucket, like almost like a a gallon of a bucket uh, worth of uh, fruit salad. And then even after the holidays, that's going to last you until New Year's, fam. It's like, that's, uh, it's just, it doesn't die. It never ends. And it's like, mm, I don't think, I, re- I mean, I don't really like it. And I think maybe a lot of people my age growing up would also say like uh they don't really touch auntie's fruit salad or something <laughs> so that because yeah the reason why it doesn't um i mean it lasts through january or new year is because like not a lot of people are into it and uh or like um get ser- servings of it so I don't understand why they still serve, they still make that shit. Like aunties would make that shit and then they would still like have it. And even though nobody will, well, I wouldn't say nobody, but like only a few people will actually eat it, you know? Again, and then after like fruit salad the thing that i know would just run run out really quick in terms of desserts is the leche flan oh my god leche flan is heaven basically heaven in a bite i love leche flan that's like my that's my favorite dessert leche flan just serve me that i would be happy with my freaking life oh totally it's like I mean, I know we get like leche flan on, in Halo Halo or something, but it's like leche flan on Christmas Day and during the holidays in general, it's just truly something else. There's something about it that's like... Yeah, I actually have um, an auntie who like makes leche flan. It's just like really, really Heaven good. in a bite. And then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. Right? It's so light, fluffy, and airy and oh, then the just caramel. the right amount of sweetness to it. With that caramelly crunch like yeah the caramel is either like not too runny and sticky but it also has a bit of grit to it you know yeah so like my aunt knows how to make them so anytime there would be a party that's the one thing that she would bring and i would be so happy because she makes it like yeah 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 and then there was even one time where we went to um another like birthday party because my of like my grandpa's brother or yeah like sibling and then um 
she actually made Lecheflan. And then she she made me one as well, like a whole like um serving. Yeah, like a whole like one one whole tray of lechon flan just yeah, for yeah. me. And I was like in heaven. I literally was crying on the inside. Like yes, lechon flan, give me lechon flan is the best. Like I guess dessert, especially when it comes to the holidays. It's just something about it, you know. That's true. Like my grandma would also um make like because lechuflan is usually served in like an oval shaped serving right and it's kind of yeah. thin and not exactly flat uh like a dome and but it's a thin dome and then um it would be served in like those little servings for multiple people right so mm-hmm. it's like she would make around eight tins of it and then by the end of the night, I swear to God, those eight tins are gone. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, I would even, like, um, skip on, like, the entree part of the Noche Buena first. I, every time I get the chance to eat it, I would, act, I mean, to eat already in Noche Buena, I would... Of actually go to the desserts first and then work my way in reverse for the entree. <laughs> you, you would work your way down. <laughs> yeah, it's like all the way down to the appetizer. Like first is the dessert and then we're gonna go to the entree. And then if I'm feeling a little funky, I might go for some kind of appetizer. It's like <laughs> you don't understand, fam. Like dessert. Is gonna go out in a blink of an eye. It's like you turn around and you like turn around again, turn back again, and then like every every other like tasty dessert like cake and like leche flan, they're all gone. And the only thing you'll be left with is that never ending bowl of fruit salad. True, especially if your dessert is leche flan, you have to take a chance with that shit. You have to be super quick. Like, people will actually fight you to the death for it, in a way. That's true. And then, the in terms of, like, entree, I think it was mostly, like, the, the stuff that's really difficult to, like, prepare, of course, since, I mean, it's a special occasion. And I think there's some similarities in, like, um entrees uh that served in Nacho Filipino Nacho Buena dinners and somehow with also like other um stateside kind of um entrees like um we don't really have turkey <laughs> we have like roast chicken because that's like the closest thing we'll have to turkey and also like easily accessible and affordable uh and then sometimes uh, like steak or something. Mm, mashed potatoes. We don't really do mashed potatoes. Like, um, but my grandma actually also makes um, macaroni salad. <laughs> so it's like, I, I don't know what it is, but like people like making salads that nobody really eats but you know if it comes down to it there's nothing left on the table it's like and you're too lazy to cook anything else they're gonna just go with it you know and then oh i remember um what there's something that i really love about uh to eat around the holidays it's called bibinka and puto bumbong puto bumbong is like my puto. it's my it's like also another piece of heaven for me but uh, if i would have to rank it though i think for me i guess puto bumbong ranks higher than lechaflan in a way i don't know why for me i would uh, yeah for me i would choose lechaflan yeah but there is something about puto bumbong that I just love. Because, okay, for everybody who doesn't know what that is, it's basically like um a sticky rice dish almost. So it's sticky rice that's um cooked with some purple yam. Purple yam is actually really sweet. But here it's called ube instead of purple yam. And then it's, I don't know like how 
they cook it because I've never really like tried to make one myself. My grandma usually makes it. Uh, so after it's been like steamed and it's uh, served as like in the form of sticks almost uh, in rows, uh, you sprinkle it with coconut shavings, which is actually my favorite part. Coconut shavings and sugar and then you have melted butter on it. And that's just, I, I don't know how to explain how delicious it is, but it really is. All you need is dose and you're ready to go, basically. Yeah. Um. And me and my um impatient ass is going to sneak into the kitchen and um, grab a lumpia or two and just... um. Sneak it in while I'm watching Shrek or Lord of the Rings while uh that's a long How fun. <laughs> yeah. How fun. Just eating lumpia. Just casually eating lumpia while watching Shrek or Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I love Shrek. I mean Shrek is like Shrek is a really good movie. Also Lord of the Rings. So that's what I would always ask to put on for Christmas. I know other people would usually put on like Home Alone or something. Um, I don't know whatever, like the Grinch, I guess. As like a holiday. Whatever holiday movie that you like. Yeah, but I like to put on Shrek. I would ask for Shrek as a kid. And then it would just always entertain the shit out of me enough for me to like leave the food alone. <laughs> Keep you distracted. Yeah. And then the other, I think the last Christmas tradition I would say that my family does is, well, not just my family, but this is something that the school makes me do. Oh. Yeah. So like around November-ish, like for um my final project for like art class or crafts, they the school actually asks us to make paroles. Paroles are like um giant Christmas lanterns in the shape of stars and with a circle framing it. Yeah. Yeah. So um I would sometimes ask help from my dad or my grandpa, and they would help me like carve. Uh, yeah, literally uh, do some wood carving with um paroles, and then I would. After the frame has been done, I would cover it in like cellophane or like a material close to it that's kind of translucent, but it will cling. So, yeah, and then it's actually really nice and, you know, nice decor. I mean, sometimes we just do that instead of like a tree because somehow it's easier to take down and stuff it's really pretty at night it is especially with like the lights on and stuff yeah and those are my christmas traditions growing up (laughs) in my very conservative filipino family that's very nice okay well how i celebrate christmas before i usually don't have any filipino traditions we don't do noche buena we don't do that here (laughs) i've never experienced noche buena or Going to Simbangabi because... People in your family actually sleep. Yeah, we do. We actually sleep. We don't wake up for that. None of us is gonna wake up for that. My goodness. I mean, I wish my family did the same, but like... <laughs> We've never made a parol, but... Oh my gosh, my Filipino accent is coming out. <laughs> I mean, it's fine because you were saying something that's, uh, you know, a word that's usually in Filipino, so... <laughs> I know. But anyways, but um, we would like... I think we used to have one before. I think we bought it or someone gave it to us. So we would have at least one like um, hanging. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, you know, to get into Christmas spirit. So we would have a small Christmas tree. My dad bought this Christmas tree in the department store. And then it ha- like automatically it has like the tips of it are is like lit up. It would like once you plug it, it will light oh, up. Oh, yeah. We yeah. used to have like a small version of that as well. We, we, no, we don't have a big one. We also have like a small, uh, sort of, I guess, um, not really that small. More like of like a, a medium size that we can put like on top of the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? I know what you're talking about. Because yeah. we had those two. Because <laughs> I think that's more convenient than like hanging up a tree that's actually like so big ass and just... Yeah, that's true. You have to take it down by the end of the holidays. But speaking of, I may I just add like... I don't know why like um Filipino households have like the longest 
Turkish holidays. Like the Christmas decor isn't going down until like <laughs> February or last week of January or something. Oh, one time. Okay, mine was worse. So this was the last Christmas ever that we had our tree up. Okay. So my godmother is the one who actually sets up the tree because she knows how to set it up. Okay. And then, oh my gosh. So the so the tree went. She would set it up. It would just like be there. And then I think it was there until June or July. It was oh, almost honey. Was My almost... grandma does the same shit. It was almost summertime. And then the tree. Yeah, it's still there. And the tree was still up. And then I was just like, so does anyone have any plans to actually put down the tree? It's like gone through summer, you know. Cool for even, the summer. Um, decorations and stuff. It's yeah. still hanging on the tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because, like, I mean, let's be honest. It's like, once those things are up, it's kind of, I mean, you know, you're going to get lazy to actually take them down because it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of packing. Yeah, but, like, the balls and stuff are very fragile. Cause some of the them, balls. Like, yeah, the balls. <laughs> balls. Um, some of the decorations of it are very fragile. So that's why even if we have the tree up, it's also still scary. Like if you bump into it, if something falls down, it's gonna break. Even if it's just like um, made out, out of like either plastic or something, you know, something solid. It, it's still like fragile. So uh, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Actually, uh, when our cousin Matt, was actually a baby uh for the first time in years we've actually hung up the tree again and yeah let's just say um balls went flying oh my god yeah and let's just say the tree almost crashed down on him and jesus christ that was so stressful you know <laughs> how like it's so uh like putting up christmas decor is one thing but like if you live in a house with like cats dogs and or toddlers children in general it you know that it's a safety you're hazard. Gonna have safety hazard, and you're gonna have to baby proof all of that because if you turn around for one second and they're just gonna create like ransack the whole thing, everything's gonna come crashing down real quick. Yeah, and the next thing you know, you no longer have a tree. There's a mess in your living room, and there's a safety hazard. And there's a crying baby. Yep. And we don't want a crying baby for the holidays. <laughs> exactly. That's like the worst thing you could put up with, actually. <laughs> well, actually, that's true. But like, yeah. Um. So growing up, we don't really have those usual traditions. So what we would do for the Christmas is we would just be at home. You know, sometimes going out, going to grocery. And I would remember we'd have like go to SNR. That's like Costco. For some people who know Costco. <laughs> so we would buy a roast chicken. And then my mom would cook like her spaghetti. Because her homemade spaghetti. Holy spaghetti. Because <laughs> her homemade spaghettis are good. And yeah, we would just like buy food outside. And then we would just stay home. And then we would all just be like in the living room. We would stay up until 12. And then before actually, as a kid, when I thought Santa was real. <laughs> I never thought that Santa was real, to be honest. Like, I, I know it gullible. was a hoax, even as a kid. So it's like, sometimes I, I uh, like, ask myself like, why are kids falling for this BS? Like, I know it's my mom and dad, okay? They're going to ask me, like, what do I want Santa to bring me? And I'm like, bitch, I know it's you who's gonna put that thing. And it's like, I know that thing You would comes... just be like, Santa's a hoax. Don't lie to me. I'm yeah, a smart like, child. stop lying to me, mom. It's like, I, like I'm not that stupid. <laughs> I know Santa isn't real. <laughs> like, yeah, my, but yeah, we, I would just like, stay up before and then there was actually one time where i'd be like come on everyone let's go to sleep so santa can can come and drop my gifts wow <laughs> wow I, I literally i remember saying that i don't know if it was to my mom or to my dad but i remember so saying how that. heartbroken were you when you realized that santa ain't real um, I actually didn't care. <laughs> okay. Well, that's when, good because some kids would like actually cry. Yeah, yeah, I know they would get heartbroken. But like, no, no one told me that Santa wasn't real. I just like grew up and then just, you know, learned that Santa wasn't real. So I guess, you know, less of a heartbreak. Uh, that's true. 
So yeah, like, um, no less tears, no more tears left to <laughs> cry. I guess. True. So like, yeah, I would tell them like, "Come on, let's go to let's go and nap real quick." I <laughs> so, so Santa, so yeah. so Santa, so Santa could give me my Barbie doll. <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> I was like, I I eventually got my Barbie doll from my parents. Well, that's what matters, I guess. <laughs> As a kid, yes, it does matter. <laughs> so like, so yeah, so you know, growing up. Uh, we would just spend, yeah, as a kid, we would I would just spend Christmas at home. But then all of that changed. When Somehow the Fire I... Nation attacked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but, but, oh my gosh, an Avatar reference. Because yes. when you, whenever I hear when the you words, have the everything changed. When the, and then my brain just connects it to when the Fire Nation attacked. When you have the chance, you'll take it. Of course, like, you're going to have to take chances on, like, meme references. Like, that's, that's what she said. <laughs> that's true. But, like, yeah, I wouldn't change anything of those, of those, like, non-Filipino traditions. I must say, I would love to at least once, someday, um, experience it, maybe. Like, yeah, I guess growing up, I was happy just the way it was. But like yeah, everything actually changed when you know Christmas growing up. Everything usually changes. It um, but for me, it all changed as all things do. Everything changes. Yes, of course, all things do. But yeah, um, actually, the biggest change that happened for me was that my dad passed away. So a lot of things has changed. Actually, I yeah, I don't know if I guess I guess you could say it's for the better, cause. Before, I would spend, like I mentioned earlier, I would spend my Christmas just at home with my parents and then I would owe gifts and then that's it. My Christmases now, as I'm older, um, I would spend them with my mom's side of the family. So that would be my grandparents, my godmother, my uncle's family. So, you know, with my aunt and my cousins. So it's like us always for Christmas, we would see each other. We would have either lunch or dinner together and then just you know hang out yeah until we decide that it's time to go it's like let's just eat and then once we're done stuffing ourselves to the brim like um old saint nick as well let's just stop it right there too jolly well not really i'm gonna say like we would still like walk around malls and stuff and then you know just catch up and everything and i would spend time with my cousins which is like yeah which is really really nice and i really really like it and yeah, uh, besides that, like, besides that, like, before... That was your Christmas. <laughs> like, before Christmas, I would also attend Christmas parties. So, I would be seeing my friend, which... Fun. We, my college friends, which we decided to have a tradition of having a Christmas party. But, of course, we aren't able to have one this year due to COVID. Of course, a lot of Christmases have changed due to COVID. Yes, safety first, of course. And yeah, I would also see my family friends every year. So it's just like, it's always the same group of people. And it's just like a small group of people, which, you know, I'm happy with. So it's not really like this big, um, grand, big family meeting. Yeah. Um, as opposed to that, I'd say like, uh, since I grew up with a more, I would say conventional-ish um uh, experience of the typical filipino christmas and traditions mm -hmm. so uh yeah besides of the things that i've already said a while ago uh we've also had um big gatherings during christmas so let's just say it's like the whole extended family is invited to a ho single household and then you know everybody would just be crammed into that household sometimes um some people would stay over for the holidays. Some, of course, uh, just drop by to say hello and all that jazz. But imagine, like, I think it's free for sometimes uh, some people would have, like, six households in one household. Like, <laughs> I've had... It's basically uh, a, a giant party. It's a big-ass party. It's like a COVID super spreader if it were to happen now uh that that kind of like 
Thankfully, it hasn't. Please stay in your damn homes. Zoom if you must for Christmas. If you really need to see each other, good God. But yeah, even like I've heard some of my from some of my friends' stories that um their parents would also have like do, throw those kinds of parties for them during Christmas. So I get uh for me, even though it kind of seemed like strange for like who are all these people that I don't even know? As in, like, my mom and my grandma would sometimes introduce, even my dad, they would introduce, like, people to me, like, this is your Aunt Linda, this is your Aunt Tess, this is Uncle George, this is Uncle Steve. And then, like, I have never met any of these people. And then when they introduce me, they kind of expect me already to know who they are. It's like, Yo, it's what like the heck, it's like bro. it's like you, an it's like an exam, you know. Yeah, they yeah, expect like, you to like read a manual of people. So it's, it's a pop quiz, <laughs> exactly. That I never studied for. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the Lord is testing me, and I didn't study. That was that was the how it felt like almost. Or it's like um that one moment where you're having a quiz, but the thing is, the question that they put there is not something you've learned yet <laughs> it's like they, exactly. they haven't given you this lesson yet and they expect you to know the answer immediately yeah it's like i haven't heard the, most of these people's names come out of your mouth like all year and you expect me to know that uh uncle, uncle george was actually on on sandra once upon a time ago or something or whatever exactly and then the other thing is like these people will come up to me and it's like oh i know you you're like so-and-so's daughter and i met you as a baby and i'm like okay how the heck do you want me to respond to that statement it's i i was like ma'am if you haven't noticed you were talking to a baby how the heck do you assume that i would remember who the heck you are much less know you from that single instance of like meeting you heck i didn't even you can't expect a baby to like reply back to you and say like oh yes i shall remember you once i'm older yeah <laughs> yeah it's like my memory is worse than dory's i barely know what i ate that day ma'am <laughs> all i know is like i i slept that's it and and maybe cried right it's like so weird I slept, I ate, I cried. Story of my life, <laughs> even as I grew older. Aww. Keeping childhood memories alive. And then, yeah, so we used to have that really big extended family gatherings. And then your cousin would just come over into your room for some reason. And then you were sleeping. And then all of a sudden, like, you have four other people in your room jumping up and down the <laughs> bed or, like, asking to play with like the ps3 or whatever console was like um back in the day that was available or, or maybe the psp even as well and then it's like i was just sleeping since when did y'all get here why are you all in my room and like some of you i know but it's like it's like wow yeah it's like some of you i know it's like i've i've seen you cousin nicole but it's like I don't know, like, who other, like, little gremlins and minions have crawled into this um, supposed-to-be-private space for me. Yeah, but it's like... Whoever crawled into my establishment. Yeah. Such peasants. Yeah, I don't know who you are. So I was like, what the... Who gave you permission to even step foot in this room? And then, like, they're going to reply, oh, um, on." Julie said it was okay that we come into your room without your consent. It's like, thanks, Aunt Julie. It's like, that's such... You know, just to watch you sleep. You know, normal things. Yeah. Normal everyday things. Just normal things. Just girly things. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, never do that again. Yeah, that was my best irritating Valley Girl impression. <laughs> And anyway, so that actually also changed for me growing up because now my family doesn't even do that anymore. We were that Umbrella Academy title that goes like, we only see each other during funerals and weddings. We, 
Yeah, we don't even see each other on the holidays. It's if ever we wanna like um remember each other for the holidays or something, we would actually just send like send over the gift or like drop off a gift or like maybe um Venmo each other um whatever small amount of money we want to give the kids because you know that's what you give the kids sounds about right yeah and then um the reason why like um extended family gatherings and big gatherings like that uh that's a filipino tradition changed for my family as i got older was because um It started first when I lost my uncle when I was nine. So, like, uh, my mom's side of the family was the one that was um, big on, like, the extended family celebrations during the holidays and all that. But um, ever since mm-hmm. he died and then, like, we all met the extended family again. And, of course, some um, family friends and other people uh, of that uh, relative. Um, it kind of felt awkward. and solemn and we somehow um subdued in a way to like see each other again on a joy a joyous occasion when when we just got out of um a fairly um sad moment in life i would Not say so good moment yeah so and like the year after so like when i was 10 uh, after we lost my uncle i lost my mom and then that was um she died uh on the 21st so the by the time that we're recording this she's gonna she died tomorrow <laughs> uh she passed away uh on december 21st um we only had like the service for three days so that was i think um her wishes and as well as uh her siblings wishes is like we gotta bury her before christmas y'all because like Like, I know she's dead, but we're, we're not gonna celebrate Christmas on this note. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of also, yeah. like, awkward and weird, I would say, to do that. Yeah. So, uh, we buried her on Christmas Eve. And actually, no, we didn't bury her. We cremated her. Um, yeah, so after that, no one in the family really, like, felt chalked up to... Um, do Christmas as we usually did when I was growing up. So, um, back at home, it just felt like really off. Yeah, because it's like somebody died a few days before the holidays. So I was like, you're really gonna celebrate, um, the following Christmas. Yeah, yeah the following days. It's kind of like um weird. It's like out of respect, I guess we didn't do it anymore for a few years. But like. Uh, you know when once we like stopped doing that for a few years as like out of respect, we didn't, we weren't in the spirit to do it at all anymore after that. So there wasn't any like um big gatherings anymore. We stopped actually putting up Christmas decorations altogether because my grandma was the one who usually puts up Christmas decorations, and then like, well, I got a bit older, and then yeah. It, It, she just sees us now as like well it's a lot of work to put up decorations and then just put them down again every year and then it's like it's not that happy anymore I guess it's not like um before when your uh, mom was still Holly alive and, and yeah. everything was still so festive yeah holly jolly and bright because uh yeah and since my mom does like a lot of the nacho buena cooking because she loves cooking no one also did that Or like have the spirit to do that anymore during Christmas. So we also stopped preparing the chibana with like a big feast of anything like maybe um, roast chicken or maybe even the flan or something like that. So what we usually do nowadays is like the holidays is just a big excuse for us to like order in like. a big order at maybe um, at least still some restaurant even if yeah it's like a last ditch effort to celebrate a holiday i mean we don't yeah. even exchange gifts anymore because like what's the point um we're in like my immediate family um well i'm grown up now it's just like my christmas then yeah and i'm grown up <laughs> now so there's like no point in giving me gifts as they would say so it's like 
uh, you're not. Ella said, give us money, then that's, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's like, they're not gonna do that anymore, of course. Like, are you crazy? You're gonna give away money? That's I true. Mean, that's something that you do if you're giving money, uh, if you're giving a gift to a kid. Yeah, because it's like, the kid can, you know, like, this person is not legal enough to make money on their own. So it's like, it would, it would kind of be right to at least uh, offer any financial help to them personally then you know directing it towards your the parents because it's like That's sometimes true, your um grandma or uncle would like slip some cash under the table under the table little work and it's like this is yours don't tell your parents okay yeah that's true before when i would get money i would be like oh i'm gonna spend this on lollipop it's all, lollipop. It's all you spend it on on candy but of course Jesus. that's not gonna be true that's gonna be like in your savings yeah actually when i was a kid and i would used to get um those kinds of presents um, sadly, they went to my mom and dad because um, they would directly give it to my parents. But the other times, like when my grandma used to slip me some cash, I would just save it and then I would buy like uh, a toy maybe. I really wanted to save up for um, Pokemon and Bakugan because like, don't judge me for liking Bakugan, please. Uh, hold off. I know that's like an archaic anime, but <laughs> I'll explain one day. <laughs> Uh yeah, I tried to save up for those kind of stuffs and even Beyblades actually. So that's where my m- Christmas money usually went to toys. Cause yeah, I mean my parents usually get me like the gender role of like dolls and shit. But I actually like anime and Beyblade as well. I'm even Digimon man. I miss Digimon. Too bad it didn't take off. I used to have a Beyblade. Yeah, I love Beyblade. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting off topic again. Sorry. Uh, and yeah, so that's like my holidays nowadays. It's like it's not uh, as much a holly jolly affair. So it's like uh, it's we have like reverse growth of holidays. You guys eventually uh, kind of opened up and started to reach out to your sides of the family, but like. As yeah, for, that's true. We spend more with like other people, even if it's like not six households in one small house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But more like, you know, separate like parties and stuff and just like meeting each other. And then there's you guys who don't even celebrate as much. Or yeah. Or just stay at home and order in. Well, sometimes our aunt, um, she's the one, she's a matriarch of the family. So she's like, she's gonna um, try so hard to get all of the immediate family together. Uh, well, actually, she's my godmother. <laughs> what am I saying? She's not, she's not my aunt. She's my godmother. Um, <laughs> yeah, she would try to get the family together for like um, New Year or Christmas. And then we would just go out for a buffet. And then like everybody goes off their separate ways. That's it yeah it's like we don't really like you guys don't like spend time even afterwards after that yeah it's like it's there's a weird thing it's like um as we got like older we silently mutually agreed like is it like being together is too much work guys let's just um okay so we'll just eat out together we'll just eat out and then go home afterwards yeah it's like we all know we love each other, even if we're at each other's um, hairs sometimes. We're in each other's hair sometimes, but it's like, you guys get the point, right? I mean, we let's just eat. I, too, this is too much um, emotions. <laughs> like, this is enough. This is yeah. enough emotions that I can handle for one day. Yeah, we're very reserved. Uh, yeah. And then, I don't know, it's like, from my perspective of celebrating christmas especially nowadays it's like i also somehow thought over the years that there's also some kind of like loneliness for especially for people who don't like have families or even friends to celebrate christmases with like i don't know people who are homeless maybe even orphans like i'm not just saying that to be you know like uh charity but it's like on a real note, it's like wow. Yeah, like, of course. Um, this is a holiday where people usually like so get together and celebrate, and it's like, isn't it kind of sometimes like a big slap in the face if you have no one in your life to 
share it with. Actually spend it with. Yeah, that's kind of like a big slap of the, in the face. And it's really a depressing thought. Like, I'm sorry to bring it up, but, you know. I'm going to say that is, on, that is true. And we rarely think about those people who don't have, like, an ideal situation to have celebrate Christmas with. Like, you know, that's maybe true. not just people who are, like, alone and, like, depressed or going through something but also people who have perhaps maybe just lost somebody before the holidays Mm -hmm. like you know that's why sometimes it's like it's just so sad to think about how us we're so fortunate and we're so lucky to at least have somebody like with us that we can um spend the holidays with at least even if it's not doesn't have to be like really big seeing each other and stuff it's just it's already something yeah just to i mean they would say that that's what the holiday spirit is it's not really well nowadays they've turned the holiday spirit into capitalism (laughs) but i mean that's true with all the incessant being in your face of like you need to buy the gift for the people you love in order to show them that you appreciate them which is actually really not true guys don't break the bank or go broke because you wanted to show somebody that you love them and they will just appreciate it no matter how small you get them or if you don't get anything at all them at all it's usually just doing something like nice for somebody really nice whether that's the point of the holidays anyway isn't like thinking about maybe yeah perhaps reach out to if you know somebody's probably through a hard time or whether it's a friend or a family member, just, you know, try reaching out or something like that. I can also think of like, because um, before December uh, and even recently, really strong typhoons have hit the Philippines in different regions. Like, it's really hard and a lot of people died. And, you know, thinking about how a lot of people are in a process of grieving or even through really difficult times these holidays because they may have lost their homes and like a landslide after the typhoon or um their home just basically got ruined and everything they worked for is out of the window now because yeah the typhoon so maybe like by i'm not saying this is like i don't want to be very cheesy about it but i mean it's true this is what the holiday spirit is is like being there and consoling people who um have gone through like the worst of times you know that's true just like showing them that you're just showing them and like reaching out helping whether you donate something whether it's like clothes or whatever just basically anything that could you know help cheer someone up despite having gone through like something so bad could really change something yeah it's even more depressing to like have like a season where it's supposed to be holly jolly and you like you're surrounded by families and even people who are out happy and then just celebrating and then it's like you wouldn't um i think it would be difficult for people who are in the happy moment to like kind of relate to people who are in pain or in deep loneliness during the holiday yeah because of whatever it may be whether whether it be circumstance or life or whatever it is whatever they're going through yeah it's um a good idea to just be there for somebody during the holidays yeah that's true doesn't really have to be like we said doesn't have to be like really something big. a big gesture yeah but you know you should always remember that sometimes even the smallest thing change somebody's christmas yeah it could really make a difference to someone's day or year so yeah yeah um <laughs> don't be a scrooge maybe <laughs> yeah don't be don't be the scrooge or the, the grinch. grinch yeah it's like a lot i mean especially in these times with covid and everything we've all been through the whole year a rough patch basically uh it would be nice thank god the year is ending as well well i wouldn't put my hopes up just yet for 2021 because yes but please oh my gosh all of the bad memories of 2020 i'm just so over it yeah well uh, I, w- I wouldn't uh, get ahead of myself but sure time to make new memories for 2021 merry crisis and a happy new fear 
Mary Chrysler. You filthy animal. But yeah, um, as we're releasing this episode on Christmas Eve, we would like to say we hope you have a very <laughs> happy holidays. We would like to say a merry, merry Christmas to you guys. And I hope you guys are having a good Christmas despite you know being in covid and being stuck and everything and yeah using this on christmas eve we would like to say a very merry christmas and even though it's covid and we're all stuck at home we hope you guys are having um a good day anyway spending time with family um loved ones or getting in touch with people that you you love and care about yeah it doesn't have to be your immediate family because as we all know because like family can be tough it's like not a lot of people as well like to see family on christmas so uh we forgot to mention but please um if it makes you uncomfortable to see your family you don't have to or you don't have to talk to them at all for the holidays I mean, don't see them, of course, because COVID. But even after, like, if the world has gotten better and we are able to see each other again, if you are uncomfortable with your family, there's no reason that you should, like, with your um, immediate or blood family, there's no reason for you to uh, see them if you don't want to. Because you get to choose who your family is and who you get to celebrate That's your holidays true. with. Because celebrating the holidays is about spending it with um, people who mean the most to you and people who that you love or you show compassion to. That's the spirit of the holidays. Exactly. It's not about the. It's not about receiving gifts. It's about spending time with the people that you love. It's also <laughs> not about putting up with people you don't like. You don't have to put yourself through that that stress. But unless you have the, unless you don't have any choice. Um, I would just like to say good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, but I would say a lot of people have that choice if they could. So it's like, um, if you're living on your own and you don't want to see your family, of course, there's no real reason to, you know, spend the holidays with them. Don't um, sacrifice your um, mental health, integrity, and whatever else you may have reasons for. To, you know, if it's not good for you, don't do it. Anyways, that's it for us, guys. As always, thank you for, if you've made it this far, thank you for listening in to us. Um, we really appreciate it. And we've seen the plays and um, we hope you guys liked it. Um, happy holidays. Yeah, we hope you guys are enjoying our episodes just as much as we enjoyed making them. And yeah, happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you on New Year's Eve since we decided to release our EPs during Christmas and yeah. New Year's Eve. So it's much more mm, sentimental. Uh, or on theme, I would say, than sentimental. That's also true. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.